Welcome to the Monthly Ideas Exchange Podcast, brought to you by ASX, the heart of Australia's financial markets. Each month, we'll connect you to a range of leading industry experts who'll give you a look into the finance industry and deliver valuable insights. Hear about important market events, industry research, tips for your own market research, as well as innovative products to help you diversify your investment portfolio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ideas Exchange podcast by ASX. I'm your host, Martin Din, and in today's episode, we will take a deep dive into the world of robo-advice, an area that some analysts forecast to grow over $1.26 trillion by 2023. Today, I'll be joined by Sarah King, Head of Client Care at StockSpot, one of Australia's oldest robo-advisors, as we learn about how robo-advice works, some of the key benefits, and how robo-advice can help you meet your investing and financial goals. So sit back, relax, and join me and Sarah as we dive into the world of robo-advice. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for joining me today. It's great to have you here. Thanks so much, Martin. It's awesome to be on the podcast. I just wanted to say I really enjoyed your interview with YouTuber Quinny Tran earlier this week. There was some great investing and financial tips to help empower women, which I found very insightful. So well done on that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great to do that with Queenie and yeah, and in particular celebrate International Women's Day. So for those interested in that discussion, you can find this on Stockspot's YouTube channel, I believe. Is that correct, Sarah? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, that's well worth listening. So jumping right into it, in today's episode, we will focus on the topic of robo-advice. Robo-advice may sound like something from a sci-fi movie, but uh, I'm hoping that by the end of today's episode, uh, you will find a good idea of how robo-advice can help you with your investment and financial goals. So I'm sure many investors are familiar um, with the idea that you can get investment advice from a financial planner, but I'm sure that not many investors know that you can actually get investment advice from a robo-advisor. So Sarah, for those that are not too familiar with robo-advice, can you help us understand what robo-advice is? Yeah, sure. So in, in a very broad terms, it's a way that people can now access professional investment advice online. So as you said, traditionally, you go to a financial planner to get that advice and it will cost you quite a lot of money. But how robo-advice is changing that mm. is that um, you can go to a, a robo-website, you can enter some of your personal information and answer some questions around, you know, what are your goals? What's your investment time frame? What's your risk appetite? And be recommended a strategy that's best suited to you. And then the robo is going to help to manage your money ongoing and automate a lot of the investment decisions along the way. And the good thing is, is that typically, you know, you'd have a human doing a lot of those um, tasks, like recommending a strategy, you know, what to buy and sell. And the beauty of the robo component is that you're using technology, you're using algorithms, you're using automation to do that. And you can optimise when to do that. And it helps to drive costs down. It helps to reduce the barriers that are often associated with investing, because typically it's something you think it's only accessible to the wealthy. Yeah, and it's just making it very, very accessible for everyday Australians and anyone around the world, really. And can you confirm with me, robo-advisors are not run by robots? <laughs> yes, there is a very common misconception that robo-advisors are purely run by robots. It's just a bunch of algorithms, but that is definitely not the case. You know, um, if I draw on Stockspot where I work, you know, there's a whole team of us working hard every day to make sure that our clients' portfolios are being professionally managed. You know, we're coming up with the investment methodology, the portfolio construction, the right asset mix. And, you know, we have a team of in-house 
in-house developers who are always looking at how we can optimise those investment decisions. And on top of that, equally from a trust perspective, which is super important when you're managing people's money, you need to know that there's a team of professionals that you can contact. And a lot of robos out there have many investment advisors on hand that you can contact to talk about your investments. And that's, that's a really important component of it as well. And I think, yeah, isn't quite well understood out there. So can you confirm that if I had questions about my portfolio, I can speak to an investment professional, right, Sarah? Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, at Stockspot, we have an omni-channel approach. Our, our clients can email us and we pretty much have a 24 to 48 hour response time, sometimes mm. even less than that. Um, we're on live chat, but you can also schedule a call to talk to an advisor. And that's a lot of what I do day in, day out. I'm talking to people about, you know, what is robo-advice? What's the right investment strategy for me? What are ETFs? Like all of those very fundamental questions to help people have a great investment experience, but to also know that they're working with a trusted advisor. So what type of client would robo-advice be ideal for? Yeah, it's a really good question. And look, in my honest opinion, I think robo-advice is suitable for everyone, but it's not everyone's cup of tea. You know, you're always going to have people that want to DIY invest or self-manage. Um, you might have people that prefer different asset classes like property and things like that. But in my opinion, I think this is how the majority of Australians should be investing their money. So, you know, our client base ranges from first timers who are just starting out on their investment journey through to young professionals have a, who have a lot of savings and wanting to make their money work harder for them. Mixed with that, we have, you know, self-managed super fund clients who are looking to cut out complexity, get consistent returns and have a really, really sensible investment strategy for their, you know, their future retirement nest egg. So it's very diverse. You know, we also work with not-for-profits, um, companies. So yeah, it, it's really suitable to, to most types of clients. And on the flip side, when would speaking to a financial planner more appropriate than using a robo-advisor? Yeah, good question. So I think people who have quite complex financial circumstances and, you know, they might have family, um, you know, family affairs, they may need to go and see a financial planner for advice because they may need advice around, say, cash flow and budgeting. They may need advice around tax. They may need, need advice around the right structure to own their investments under, you know, whether it's in a trust, in their name, inside superannuation versus out. Outside. They might also need information on, say, estate planning. So that's typically when you would see clients going to get that fully-fledged financial advice. Um, and when you do need that more specialised approach, that's when a financial planner is appropriate. And does an investor have to choose between a financial planner and a robo-advisor or can they use both? Yeah, they can, they can actually use both. And what we're seeing more and more is um, we're seeing a lot of people going to, to get advice from financial planners, but actually, you know, it's just not going to be cost effective for the client or, you know, the client doesn't actually need fully fledged financial advice. So we're actually getting referrals from advisors to Stockswatt. They're like, you know what, you guys are a great solution for um, this client. They've got, you know, 50 grand. They need to put it into a diversified portfolio. And I feel 100% comfortable re recommending you as a, as a you know, to help them reach their goals and, and build their wealth. Look, I also have a client um, and we're seeing more of this where we're also working with their advisors. So this is where there are more complex tax situations or clients who have, you know, existing share portfolios, they're wanting to reduce complexity and transition that across to a stock spot portfolio. So we actually work with their accountant and some of their advisors to work on a transition plan, how to manage the amount of tax to do that and how to transition it into um, stock spot, usually by way of like a dollar cost averaging strategy. So there's definitely ways where both can work hand in hand and complement each other. 
So I think that's great to know that, uh, you know, robo-advisors and financial planners, um, they can work together to help investors meet their financial and investing goals. So as Australia's oldest robo-advisor, you, you are... We are, we're just uh, about good, to just confirming. <laughs> oh, happy birthday. Um, <laughs> so as Australia's oldest robo-advisor, can you describe Stockspot's investment approach when it comes to robo-advice? Yeah, and it's a good question because there's a lot of robos out there and all of the styles are quite different. So our strategy is very, you know, it's passive long-term investing, so buy and hold. So as I said, our clients come to Stockspot, they answer questions around, you know, their goals, their investment timeframe, their risk appetite, we recommend them a strategy that's, you know, gonna that's aligned to their their goals and objectives essentially. And then, you know, we help them access a globally diversified portfolio of exchange traded funds. So we really focus on asset allocation and you know the the portfolios are built using Nobel Prize winning modern portfolio theory and on the premise that, you know, it's asset allocation that drives ninety percent of the returns in your portfolio. So as their advisor, we're helping them to get the right asset allocation and so we we break that down into five key asset classes, which is your Australian shares, your global developed market shares, emerging market shares, and then bonds and gold as those defensive cushioning investments. We then help our clients get the right investments to own within that. And we choose to use exchange traded funds and we use passive index tracking ETFs as well as a commodity ETF gold because we want our we want our clients to have really, really broad diversification. That's the best way to manage the amount of risk you're taking. And it also helps to get them more consistent returns because they're just buying the market. They don't need to worry about picking individual shares and worrying if they've got exposure to the winners every single year because within those ETFs, um, you're always going to have exposure to the winners. So that's our approach. And then we have things like optimised rebalancing along the way, which is really important when you know a client's portfolio might drift from its target allocation. A good example is when that happened this time last year when the share market fell back in March by close to 35%. Our client's allocation to gold became quite overweight because it was outperforming at the time. Australian shares had absolutely tanked, as we know, and we were able to swiftly optimise on, you know, selling some gold and harvesting some profits for clients and then using that money to top up Australian shares, take advantage of cheaper prices, but in doing that, bringing our, our clients' portfolios back to alignment and on target to their benchmark allocations. And, and that's where the tech and automation really helps because we can swiftly act on those opportunities. You know, if you're doing that yourself, um, sometimes you miss those opportunities. So that done consistently year on year can add anywhere of, you know, 2% plus um, in extra returns for clients' portfolios. So yeah, it's really passive long-term. And then our role is to help our clients, you know, stay the course, stick with their strategy, you know, ensure they have a sensible asset allocation, they have good diversification and in essentially they're paying very low fees. And that's also what we help them to do. We help pay less than 1% per annum in fees. And am I correct in saying that Stockspot believes that market timing is a difficult thing to do and that it's more important to say, stay invested in the market for a sensible amount of time across a broad range of investments? Is that sort of a good summary? Yeah, absolutely. So we always get asked, when is the right time to invest? It's one of our most common question. And our standard response is always, look, no one really knows. Um, you know, you could be waiting on the sidelines, like waiting for, for, you know, the market to hit rock bottom. But usually when that happens, you can... You 
you can miss it anyway. So we recommend to clients to dollar cost average instead, which means that you can invest regularly in smaller amounts and average your way into the market. And it kind of removes that need to time the market. And we all know, like going back to 2020 last year, the market fell and then over three days it rose by 16%. And to, to get the timing on that right is really, really difficult to do. So the best thing you can do, you know, if there is volatility or, you know, you're trying to pick the bottom or the top, it's to really just not focus on that and to just invest regularly and stick with your strategy. So how much does an investor need to get started um, with StockSpot? Yeah, good question. So the minimum is $2,000. So, you know, as a business, we're aiming to make investing accessible to every Australian. So um, it's a really low entry point and, and that amount would get you um, an exposure to an Australian share ETF and a bond ETF. So lots of diversification. At the at $10,000, you know, have, you have a fully diversified portfolio, including Australian shares, global shares, bonds and gold. But yeah, then our clients have the option to top up any time. Like a lot of our clients set up regular transfers in to their account you know in line with their pay cycle or you know when they might be getting a bonus and they use that to regularly contribute to their account and that's really the best way to kind of supercharge the compound growth mm. over the years and to ensure that you're you know proactively growing the portfolio and enjoying more compounding of returns over time and what's the performance been like over the last couple of years yeah, so if we look at the last five years, we've had um, from our conservative strategy, which is our amethyst portfolio, that was around about 7% per annum after fees um, for the last five years, up to our high growth strategy, which was 11% per annum after fees. So those returns have actually helped us to outperform similar diversified funds over that five-year basis. And that's purely from having the right mix of investments, having good diversification, broad market exposure, paying low fees and not doing a lot along the way. So you must have some pretty happy clients, right? <laughs> <laughs> we do. You know, I think um, we, we spend a lot of time educating our clients on the benefit of, you know, riding through the ups and downs, keeping that long-term perspective and really focusing on what you can control. And, you know, that seems like the amount of risk you're taking, you know, the fees that you're paying and, and managing your emotions along the way. And it's it's those behavioural things that are really quite difficult when you're investing. And that's how robo-advice is a great solution because it helps investors not to be tempted to buy and sell at the wrong time. Um, you know, if you are managing your portfolio yourself, you can get emotional and you can, you know, sell at rock bottom and, and buy when things are sort of steaming ahead. Um, so, you know, that's how that's how the tech and automation really helps. And so we have had a lot of clients, most of our clients stayed the course during COVID and have enjoyed, you know, pretty much full recovery of their returns. So yeah, we've got lots of, lots of happy clients, thousands in fact. <laughs> Now, a hot topic over the last couple of months that has caught the attention of investors around the world has been the GameStop saga. Mm. Have you been following this by any chance? I have, I have, yes, quite closely. It was a pretty wild story, right? Um, watching how relatively unknown US stock rose from $19 to $483 in a matter of weeks and became one of the world's most heavily traded stocks as we saw stock pickers try to time the market. Now, the reason I brought up this question, Sarah, was that I wanted to see if you could share any lessons from the GameStop saga, uh, you know, given we've learned that, you know, StockSpot has a belief that timing that market is difficult and it's better to take a long-term approach. So I was wondering if you can share any lessons from the GameStop saga. 
Yeah, like I think the key lesson there is the difference between investing versus GameStop, which was frenzied speculation, in my opinion. So, you know, investing is really you're buying and holding long term. Sure, it might mean that you're not getting the $48 million return that that GameStop (laughs) person achieved, but you're going to get consistent returns along the way and manage the amount of risk you're taking If you look at GameStop, you know, that was, wow, there were so many things in the mix there. You've got the gamification of of investing through online apps like Robinhood. You've got no fee brokerage. You've got then this wave of investors coming through on on platforms like Robinhood. And it was this mix of, you know, kind of herd mentality and this frenzied speculation of people buying and buying and buying GameStop. And then with a view to try and time when to get in and when when to get out, that led to a, a, a short squeeze, an unprecedented one at that. And at the end of the day, most investors don't have the expertise or the skills to really be making those calls. So really that the key lesson is to, if you are investing, have a sensible long-term approach as opposed to active day trading and, and the speculation that we saw with GameStop. I think that's a great lesson there. Um, I think, you know, the media often reports the winners, but never the losers, right? I'm sure there are a lot more losers than winners. Thousands, yeah. So we've talked a bit about StockSpot's investment approach. Um, so I was wondering if maybe if you could share a story of how StockSpot's investment approach has helped a client. Yeah, well, there's a few here. And because we have such a diverse pool of clients, there's lots of case studies I could call on, whether it's behavioural, whether it's goals-based, whether it's cutting out complexity. But I think there's two I'll touch on today. And one is particular to to goals-based investing. And this is how we're seeing a lot of our, you know, uh, younger clients and even even older clients using us is to, to fund a specific goal. And, you know, if we look at the at the market at the moment, property is, you know, it's, it's hot. So we have a lot of clients investing to save for their first home deposit. Um, one particular client, which is a great example of how investing can help you reach your goals. You know, he started investing with just $20,000 back in late 2014, topped up with a couple of other, you know, $10,000 here, um, you know, a few months later, but then set up a regular uh, top-up plan of, say, $100 a month every other week. By the end of 2019, his portfolio had grown to close to $180,000. He'd enjoyed returns of 8 to 9% per annum after fees. And if you compare that to the average rate in a savings account over that period, it would have been around about 2%. He was then able to draw out $100,000 to fund his first home deposit. Um, Yeah, significant. But then he still also was able to, he only needed 100K. He still had $80,000 that he was able to keep in his stock spot portfolio and to fund that his next goal essentially whether that's another property or whether that's for his retirement so that's a really great example of how investing can help you reach your goals sooner compared to leaving it in a like a low rate bank account another great one which I think is important is how clients are using us to cut out complexity so I've got a client at the moment who you know she has a self-managed super fund account with us Um, she really likes the fact we have gold in the portfolio so you know we keep costs low but what's important as well is she's managing her parents financial affairs Um, you know they've got quite a sizable portfolio and what she was seeing was that the financial advisor she was seeing had recommended some really really poor um, actively managed funds they were being held on a rat form um, she had a number of direct shareholdings or the parents do respectfully in a company in an SMSF and she just thought wow like you know there has to be a better way to do this so we're actually working very actively with her to cut out the complexity to transition those investments off the rat platform to then transition those into a stock spot SMSF portfolio and a company account and you know 
saving them tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in fees every year and just helping them access a really simple diversified portfolio and for her who's going to be managing that ongoing it's you know it's it's a win-win for her as the power of attorney over her parents financial affairs but it's also you know a great approach for the parents as they're in their later stages of life and wanting a much more simple approach to their investing. Thank you for sharing those wonderful stories uh, I mean it's great to hear how Stockspot has helped one client um, achieve one of their financial goals which is to buy a property and on the other side to help someone minimize the complexity when it comes to investing so you know I love hearing about real life stories because I think it adds a human element to investing and sometimes that's what I think is missing when we talk about investing it's hard for people to relate to now, just before we wrap up, I was wondering if you could share with us any exciting projects that you're currently working on. Yeah, so um, there's a few. And I think we should, if we backtrack to, say, June last year, and this is an important one, we launched our Stockspot Sustainable Portfolios. And this was a, an offering that was really driven by, you know, the Gen Ys and, and the Gen Z millennials who are wanting to invest in a way that's, you know, planet-focused, it's environmentally friendly, you know. So uh, we reduced our sustainable portfolios that screen out things like gambling, tobacco, mining, have a huge focus on renewables. And that became, you know, through COVID, we saw that that was a big concern for, for investors. So it's great that we now have an offering where clients can invest in a way that aligns with their ethics and their values going forward, as opposed to our core that may be more, say, performance focused, in line with Stockspot ma mantra of making investing easy and, and simple. You know, we're, we're working on a multi-account solution for our clients. So, you know, we've got a lot of clients who want to have multiple accounts for different goals but then they might want to open a kids account then they might want to open a smsf account at the moment that's a little bit more long-winded we're making that as easy as possible and a great experience for them we've also just released um, a range of new themes so this is ways that outside of the core five etfs in the portfolios our clients can tailor or customize their portfolio a bit so we introduced some themes where you can access different countries, sectors or, or market themes. Um, and they're things like tech and healthcare, you know, socially responsible themes, um, large cap, small cap themes, or, you know, US shares, for example. So we're working on that. Yeah, we've got, you know, a great goal tracker that we've just put into the dashboard. So we're always looking ways that we can, you know, engage and improve our core offering for our clients. But I think the most important thing out of all of that is, you know, our core product offering is to always look at how we can optimise the investment decisions for our clients. And, you know, just recently we changed the strategic allocations for our portfolios to position them for more growth in, say, the emerging market economies of the world, putting a little bit more into gold as that extra hedge against rising inflation and to take some money out of bonds, knowing that yields aren't great and potentially falling. So they're the things that we always want to make sure that we're doing well and, and continuing to improve so that we're consistently delivering on our promise to clients, which is to invest their money and, and keep it safe. Well, it looks like you guys have a very exciting couple of years ahead. But I think the, the great thing is that as the market changes, you're constantly having to adapt. So you mentioned about why you've increased your allocation to gold, and that's due to you know interest rates uh, being at all-time lows. Mm -hmm. um, so the opportunity costs or the trade-off um, isn't that high. So, But yeah, it's, it looks like a very exciting year ahead, so I'll keep my eye on it. And if investors were looking to learn more about robo-advice and Stockspot, um, where can they get more information? Yeah, great. So obviously on our website, stockspot.com.au, we're across all social media channels. So Instagram, Facebook, you can also see Chris's videos on YouTube. If you go to Stockspot, he's got a great sort of list of personal finance topics and ETF topics. 
check us out online and yeah also recommend checking out our blog there's a heap of um, tour resources there well sarah i think this concludes this month's episode i really wanted to thank you so much for sharing your knowledge about the robo advice space but also confirming that Stockspot is not actually run by robots. <laughs> uh, so I look forward to having you um, on next time or down the road. So thank you, Sarah. Thanks so much, Martin. It was so good to be on the show. Visit the ASX website, asx.com.au and register for the next Investor Day, our premier education event, providing timely market insights and ideas from a range of industry experts. ASX Limited ABN 9800862491 and its related bodies corporate, ASX, makes content available for podcast, content, and the content may be downloaded on these conditions. ASX grants a non-exclusive license to download the content for private and non-commercial use only. You may not use the content for any other purpose, including without limitation distribution to a third party or implying a connection between you or any third party and ASX, its offices, employees or contractors. The views, opinions or recommendations of the author or speaker in the content are solely those of the author or speaker and do not in any way reflect the views, opinions, recommendations of ASX. The content is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. ASX does not give any representation or warranty with respect to the accuracy, reliability, completeness or currency of the content. To the extent permitted by law, ASX and its employees, officers and contractors are not liable for any loss or damage arising in any way, including by way of negligence, from or in connection with any information provided or omitted or from anyone acting or refraining to act in reliance on this information. 